Hi guys, and welcome back to the All Sports Focus podcast. We are here with a little special edition this week. Uh, we are first here joined by Mr. Camden King. Uh, everybody say hello to Camden. Camden, say what's up. What's up? All right, welcome aboard. And then, as we've hinted at multiple times, our special guest, Mr. Jordan Brewer. Dougie, you told me he been on some positive shit, yeah, yeah. Lately, I just want to show up and body some shit, yeah, yeah. Always been a little mad petition. Lately, this cash I'm getting. Got me losing count of these bags. I've been moving too fast. Hard times don't last. Remember when cops are rats talking out my ass. Boy, you ain't shit but a bitch with a badge. All my life. Trying to keep me down all this time. Never thought I'd make it out. No, 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 all my life. They be trying to keep me down. I decided I had to finish, but the media called me a menace. I just said with the mayor and politicians, I'm trying to change the image. You can't blame my. Jordan, say what's up. What's going on, fellas? Yeah, it's a pleasure to have Jordan alongside us uh, with this podcast. Can't say the same for Cam. As a, yeah, and for Cam, of course. No, can't say Camden, the same. you're just as special, uh, don't you. worry. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> and... And everyone's heard. Cam, bro, we got beef, bro. I'm sorry. The death, the... the the this starts now and that's gonna play in right here brady we're gonna jump into your first question and then we'll actually introduce oh by the way me and ryan are here uh andy's sorry the normal the normal threes (laughs) here with ryan and brady they're not they're not as important you guys already know them so they're here yeah Um, we're pretty regular (laughs) yeah all right brady let's hear your first question i gotta ask came up with it on the spot before we uh even started this so uh how i gotta i gotta ask how is cam as a brother How's Camden as a brother? He's great. Let's be nicer. It's, it's, it, <laughs> well, it's it's awesome now because I mean we're getting as he gets older, um, we actually start to like communicate, and uh, I feel like we've been talking a lot more than we had before, especially since you've gotten older. I mean, it was harder when you were younger because when I was in high school, you were what eight, nine? Yeah, about that younger. Man. So, so it was it was. Diff- difficult to have like that brotherly love like you know what i mean we couldn't have we couldn't like text each other and talk smack to each other but now now we can so it's 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 really it's fun it's uh it's a fun experience to have to have a little camden kang <laughs> mr goalie over there right oh, yeah. cam <laughs> ryan that sounds all too familiar with us about the same boat yeah. yeah, pretty similar there, the age gap, yeah. so. That's how the only one that, Yeah, what's your, only what is your age, Brett? What is the age gap? What are you, Ryan? You're 23 now? 24. I mean, 24. It's six years, so not as big as your guys' is, but, I, think ours I mean. Is 10, right? it's the same thing, though. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Because yeah. I wasn't even, what grade were I, was I in when you got to college, Ryan? Freshman year, what was that, like, sixth grade, seventh? I think you were sixth, sixth grade when six, I got to college. Sixth grade, yeah, so. Same kind of thing. It hasn't really, yeah. haven't been really able to talk talk smack with you, Ryan, since last couple of years, because I'm actually old enough to comprehend what I'm saying. I actually, can talk shit <laughs> I mean, with you. Kevin still doesn't know how to <laughs> stuff either, Bro. so I mean, he's, we're still learning that. <laughs> All right. It's a well, as yeah, I'm an S tier exactly. chirper with my brother. I just want to say that. 
I got my ass beat a lot when I was younger. So. Well, I did too. Trust me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in the same boat, Camden. Don't worry. I was outmatched for my whole life. So. All right. Well, as Jordan, as we have mentioned for Jordan, he is a Michigan Wolverine grad. Played baseball at Michigan and was drafted. It was the third round, correct, by the Astros, Jordan? Yep. Third round, yep. And he. Plays for the Corpus Christi Hooks now, uh, the double-A team for the Houston Astros. So uh, we're just going to be asking Jordan some questions about his, you know, his whole, I can't think of the word, but his whole life growing up through start, starting at JUCO all the way up through Michigan and then um, now in the majors. Not Well, hopefully the majors soon, right, Jordan? That's always the goal. Yeah, yes. That is to be determined, yeah. hopefully. Uh, <laughs> yeah, next year, hopefully, I mean, the goal is, I think I'm going to be starting in AAA this year. Um, nice. And then possibly awesome. a debut this this upcoming year. So who knows? I'll so be hopefully amazing. you guys just put the channel on and get another guy. Yeah. Uh-oh, we'll Coach see. Brewer might miss a miss a doubleheader then if you're uh, making your major debut. But that's, no, that is a well-deserved has a well-deserved absence by in all means. So, all right, well. Oh, he's still I, his bananas, banana man. Uh, oh, banana man. <laughs> yeah. As the the joke there, Ryan Brady and Cameron, who weren't there, he wore yellow leggings to the youth baseball camp, oh, and boy. we nicknamed him Banana Man. So <sighs> oh, that's that's gosh, the nickname for the whole that. year. That's going <laughs> to stick. All right. So, you know, Jordan, we're going to start right from the top. We're just going to start by asking you, how was the, the junior college life, you know, and going from there to, to Michigan? How was that whole situation? Yeah, so Juco, I mean, you get the title – and badge of honor of, of mm. Juco Bandit. Um, you really don't understand it until you've actually gone through it. Um, but I wouldn't say it was, it was something that I needed, you know, it was something that I needed to learn um, that I truly did love baseball um, because in high school, I didn't know what I was going to do. Um, and then once you get to college, you're stuck to one sport. And so that was probably one of the hardest things, especially in a, at a Juco where all we had was a baseball bat and a glove and 12 innings or 14 innings or how many innings our coach wanted to play um, Mm -hmm. that day. So it it was, it was a true, true eye opener of what a grinder is, you know? Um, I mean, you got guys, I mean, we're eating bologna sandwiches between games. I mean, I remember one time uh, we were playing like one of our rivals that like, they're always number one in conference, and our coach holds us to beat him. He's gonna take us to Golden Corral. Like that was like, like whole that holy grail right there. Is if we go to Golden Corral after a game. So, um, yeah, and like the brothers you make um, from JUCO uh, because there's no one truly going through that experience besides the guy next to you. Um, it was it was unbelievable can how many times did you come out to lincoln trail you were probably you were young though i dude it's, it was a long time i think i think uh like five or six times i don't know yeah all all i remember over there drive. is that yeah all i remember is that and then going by the prison and then this really nice pizza place <laughs> <laughs> really nice risotti those are the only two places you remember is a prison and a pizza place camden there's nothing dude, else no, on the, the whole drive so big <laughs> Yeah, it was literally. There's like a um, a cornfield, like splitting uh, splitting us and the prisoners. So it was it was pretty 
crazy. It was weird, though. Like, the whole conference, though, like, every team he played had, like, a prison by them. I didn't know if it was, like, I don't know if it was cheaper for tax purpose or school purpose or <laughs> benefits or whatever, but, I mean, it was always, like, the lowest level of prison, but yeah. still, it's, like, you got you get prisoners out there playing handball. You can hear them out there playing and stuff. It was pretty, it was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. Sure. Like a little little JUCO versus prison league game. It sounds wow. sounds like what's uh, what was in store. I'm actually surprised that actually didn't happen because that would have been <laughs> that would have actually been kind of fun. That would have been kind of interesting too to see what these guys got. Mm-hmm. Like, like a they, little uh, they, the young, longest out. yard remake. <laughs> yes, JUCO style. But with baseball, there you go. Yeah, baseball JUCO style. Yeah, oh, and then I'm a yeah. I'm gonna let Ryan ask this next question, kind of raw, kind of switching into your Michigan time here as you transferred into there. Yeah, so obviously, you know, hearing what JUCO is like, pretty low of the low, but now at Michigan, you're at a Division One, Big Ten school, um, and eventually made it all the way to the College World Series. Kind of, how was that transition to Division One and complete flip flop of what day to day life was like? Yeah, so. <laughs> When I when I when my coach came down to my JUCO to watch me his package, um, <laughs> we went to Subway because I was like it was Subway in that pizza spot that Ken was talking about the only thing you remembered, <laughs> and we sat down at Subway and he's like, "Look, I got five other outfielders. Um, you're gonna be the sixth one. Like I'm not gonna have like I can't promise you if you're gonna play this year or not." I'm like, and I just started smiling and he's like, "Why are you like? Are you sure?" Like he was like telling me kind of like persuading me not to go there but not saying that hmm. i was like no sign like i want to go like because i know like as for me i know that i'm gonna be my best when i'm competing against other guys for a position when it's kind of like life or death for me like that's i know who i have to play now um this is how right. i'm gonna provide for my family this is what i gotta do um yeah so i get to michigan uh and uh the, it's welcome week and uh, that this is, it was crazy. It was ridiculous. I and mean, I'm trying to fit in with the guys. So I, like, I don't go out. Like, I don't do that at all. So I'm going, hanging out with these guys. And they're going out and stuff. And I'm like, I'm technically, a, I'm a junior at this point. So I'm 21. I'm hanging out with these freshmen that are 19. I can't, like, have all fake IDs and stuff. I'm like, what am I doing? Like, and then I finally <laughs> found, like, my older crew on the team. And I started hanging out with them. Like, we go to the bar and have a few beers and head back. Um, that was, that was a real big eye opener because there were so many people on campus. I'm coming from a Juco where honestly it was probably, it's smaller than our high or St. Joe high school, hundred percent. Right. Like I had maybe 10 people in my class, Juco. Yes. Wow. Then, um, fast forward to like the first week of class, I walk in, I had Roman sports. You'll never forget this. There's 300 people in this class, 300 people. And I walk in and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, this guy's not even like, how's he, he's supposed to know me? Like, so it was just <laughs> funny seeing all those people like, holy crap. And um, learning how to properly split up my time too. you know, going to University of Michigan right. was, I mean, it's, pre- it's a prestigious school. So um, we had, I think it was for newcomers or freshmen, I think we had to get like 20, 20 hours in the study hall and you have to like check into like this like the athlete student hall 
um, with your little M card, you'd sign in, you sit there for how many hours in a day, and then go to practice and then do whatever after practice. But um, that was a whole experience. That was a whole different experience, you know, like, and I'm so thankful for my, my brothers. Like, I don't even call them my teammates anymore because we're all, like, they took me underneath their wing, you know, like, they, I didn't know where I was going on campus. I mean, I, all I had to do was everything was in one building at JUCO. Now I got to walk 10 minutes to a whole different building on South campus. And I have to go through this door. I'm like, bro, what is going on? But I mean, Ben Kaiser, Jimmy Kerr, Tommy Henry, like they all took me underneath my wing, Jordan Wogu. Um, and it would t- literally take me to class. And, like, this is where you got to be and like take me to the teacher and stuff. So it was great uh, being around those group of guys. Um, and then further on the season, or right before our first opener in Florida, um, I was already, I already knew I wasn't going to start, but I was like working my way up the chain. And then like, I don't, I don't even know how this happens. Like, <laughs> but God's got a certain way of making things work. Um, one of our guys' major dropped from the university, so they don't offer that anymore. So that was another an outfielder that went down. So he wasn't eligible to play the opening week. Right. Um, another one's appendix blue, random, another outfielder. And then another outfielder um, had shoulder surgery, and so he was coming back off uh, shoulder surgery so he couldn't throw. And I'm sitting there, like, counting, like, like I'm, I'm next. Like, I got to go, like. And I'll never forget, I will never forget this moment. It was like, I, I knew like a few days before, but my whole family was coming down. I think Kim, you were there, weren't you, Kevin? Yeah. Down in Florida. Um, I knew a couple of days before and like, I didn't, I was, didn't want to tell them. I just wanted to, them to show up and like, see me like starting. I couldn't hold back anymore. So I called <laughs> Mike and gave his dad and I'm like, I'm starting. And I'll never forget. And he's all he said was, "Now we go." And he hung up. That was it. And then the rest is history. And I, I'll never let I never let go of that moment. Like, um, once you get the moment, you can't let go of it, you know. And I knew um, absolutely that it was it was showtime, you know. And I, like it was my time to shine. And then, yeah, the rest is history. Like, I was just thinking of that earlier today. It was like my only goal of that. 2019 year when I was at Michigan was to play. I had no idea I was going to be, I didn't, didn't want to be play, big 10 player of the year. Like I had none of that was on my radar. I just wanted to play. That's all I wanted to do was play. And then, and yeah, then the rest is just, just happened. It was, it was great. But Tanner, yeah. how was that like for you? Yeah. Let's hear you your side of the story, Camden. Yeah. yeah. Well, I want to hear like the whole college world series. Dude, I was, I'm gonna be, like be honest. Everyone, we we got. I got on a me, uh, Barlow. I know you know Mr. Catania, and yep. uh, Co- uh, Coach mm-hmm. Yeager. We they all were down there in Omaha, and we and I skipped like a whole week of school. So yeah, it was pretty sick. And that's that's what you care about is yeah. missing the school. What the hell is that? Yeah, and like, <laughs> no, I just it was really fun down there. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I mean. I, who else was there? Uh, Huey. Huey was there. Oh, yeah. Huey. I, I didn't know oh, Huey. The, the, whole, the whole football coaching staff's in <laughs> Omaha. 
I mean, me and Ryan were there. What, Ryan? When were you there? 12U for a baseball tournament? 12, 13U? 12U. Yeah, we played in that tournament out there and yeah. got to go to, what did we see play? Vanderbilt and I want to I think say it was like Florida Vanderbilt maybe? and like, yeah, or like North Carolina maybe. I feel like it was some North team. North Carolina. Like I mean, just being I mean, in that stadium coastal, for one coastal game. Coastal Carolina too. Coastal Carolina. That Yeah, they, yeah. I mean, just for one game, that that's just such a cool atmosphere. I mean, that just seems like such the perfect stadium for the College World Series. Like, oh, it's unbelievable. Obviously, there's, there's nothing to base it like, oh, it's compared to this. No, it's just it's Omaha. I mean, there's really not much else going on besides that. And it's really yeah. about it. And it's just yeah. such a cool atmosphere. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. You guys who said is... about the, uh, the, the you, got, you went back to a tournament and you played there. I did too. Yeah. Like I was six as a freshman going in as a freshman in high school. I went and, uh, I still had the ticket, the original ticket. And it was, uh, can't even remember. I was with Jake Mavis and Trent and Smiley and all that. We were sitting in the outfield. And I oh, was like, TC? Man, it would be like, yeah, TC was yeah. in the outfield. And we were just sitting in the outfield and we're like, man, it would be crazy if like we got to play in this. And then uh, I did. <laughs> and then they all they all came back and like we're like we sat and talked about it. Like, dude, like we literally sat in these outfield seats and said like it would be amazing if we played in this. There was, was like, one time we went to. Uh, Cardinal Stadium, remember that? Oh yeah, that was. Um, that I think was, you're at Lincoln Trail though. Lincoln when, Trail. when that happened, yeah, that was pretty cool. On Glendale. Yeah. Yep. So who was who was on that Vanderbilt team when you uh, played them in the College World Series championship? I AJ can't Blizzard. necessarily think uh, off the top of my head. I remember him. It was Kumar. Who? It was Kumar's team. JJ Blade, I yeah. think. Oh yeah, JJ. Yeah, JJ Blade was on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was really um, good. Austin Martin. Oh. Um, Legit. Who else? Heather Brown, which he's actually one of my good buddies. He, he played for us. Astro, he plays for the mm-hmm. Astro. Well, did. He got uh, picked up this year. And um, we it was a friendly little rival between me and him. We used to talk smack all the time. Uh, but, but, yeah, it was uh, – yeah, I mean, like, that whole team is – we still have a group chat with Team 153. Like, everyone still talks to each other, and it's just – it's truly amazing to see what a, a little team from the north could do uh, when they got hot at the right moment. We were one out away from being eliminated and not even being into the um, – getting a bid to the tournament. Wow. Um, yeah, it was nuts. It was crazy. Yeah. And then we did <laughs> – and then me and my roommate at the time, um, every every time we went to a game like i hate to say it but this is it like you know like that it was like a, like a joke in the beginning and then like we started getting deeper in the tournament and then like came a superstition like we would put our uniforms on it like in the room and then we'd look at each other and say well this is it i gave a hug like it was funny in the beginning and it started getting serious and then like the final game, uh, game three of the College World Series, was like, "Holy shit, this is it! Like, this is it!" And so mm. it was, it was a really cool experience um, that I'll, I'll never forget. That actually, still, I actually just wore my ring the other night during the game. I had to, I had to put the mojo on. So, because <laughs> you guys eliminated the number one team right in the super regionals, UCLA. UCLA, yeah, yeah. That was at, that was that out was, in uh, California too. 
Yeah, that was the crazy part about that one was so Michigan's alumni runs really deep in Cali and we had double if not triple the amount of fans they did at their home field so it was it was absolutely amazing so it was was pretty funny seeing all the blue and the the maze you didn't go that one did you no I think I think mom and dad did and that's that's it yeah mom and dad went I remember they went I think that's something crazy to think about, too, is most of the teams you think about in the College World Series are Southern teams. It's the Floridas, Texas, Tennessee, like the Vanderbilts. You don't really see very often a team from the Midwest, especially Michigan, where you can't play outside in the winter. Like it's snowing and 15 degrees outside. So you're kind of at a disadvantage compared to a lot of other teams in the SEC, especially. Yeah, it was um, – we actually played UCLA in our spring spring trip. Uh, we lost to them. I actually kind of blew the game then. <laughs> Got it blew when I was playing first. And so when we found out we were playing UCLA, like, we weren't, like, intimidated or anything. Like, we already – we knew what they had and everything. We all, like, our coach came in. Like, we had a big meeting room. And he was just smiling. He's like, "You have, you guys have nothing to lose. We're not even supposed to be in this position. Let's go ruin. Let's go ruin their day. Let's go ruin their season right here." And uh, it's just like I remember dogpiling and just literally looking over at and uh, at UCLA's dugout, and they're just like, "Dude, we just lost <laughs> to a Midwest team. It's super regional. It's like." And so that 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 made me feel really good, even though it sounds terrible. But it made me feel absolutely amazing to see those guys like they were projected to win the whole thing, and we just took away right. the whole season. So that was. Uh, I feel like that's. I mean, an underdog. I love being the underdog because you have nothing to lose, zero, right? So you might as well just go out there and ball and go for the best. So. So did you plan it staying at Michigan for only one year? To be honest with you, I had no idea what I was going to do. Um, I knew the angle, like, I wanted to get drafted, but like I said, like, I wanted, I just wanted to play. Um, so, like, I was for, like I was preparing, like, before we left for the first trip to Florida in, in the early spring, uh, I was already, like, project, like, not to play or anything. So, I was like, all right, I'm going to have to come back for my senior year and play. And then – just the domino effects and the snowball effect, everything. I just started getting on the roll. Took off. And then, um, yeah, the team started contacting me, and my coach was like, dude, you need to get an agent and everything. And it was it was quite wild, that whole experience. Like, I can't even believe it. <laughs> like, I went through that. Like, to even, <laughs> like, sit back and, like, think of – I remember when, like uh, – my agent, we'd sat down and we were getting close to the draft and they were talking about possible second round, um, being a second round draft pick. And I had no idea, like, like how the money works and everything. So, you know, I started getting curious just to see, like, how much do you sign for in the second round? I'm sitting in numbers. I was like, holy sh- like, bro, what? <laughs> like, I just wanted to play. But um, now it's like, oh my gosh. So it was, it was a cool experience. And, um, 
it's, it was it's, it was really nice to see all the hard work and dedication the blood sweat and tears that i put in every single day of my training every single day at the field um pay off um it was it was it was great but now and now i'm back to being the little fish in the big pond so uh, we're getting, we're growing bigger and bigger. It's like this. What's yeah. that little snake game when you like eat those little bites and you get bigger and bigger? Slither. That's what it feels the, like right the now. Go, the Google snake slither, game or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, slither. Yeah. Slither. Yeah. yeah. Slither. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And all right, we're gonna. I'm gonna ask you one more question, then I'll let. And then the next question, you and Camden can both answer it. So Cam, you better get prepared. Oh, Don't all get right, nervous over there. Um. <laughs> so when you, you know, you mentioned you won Big Ten Player of the Year that year. Did you ever like in during that whole season? Did that ever kind of cross your mind? Like, like obviously, like there's some things like, oh, I'm in contention for this award. Did that ever cross your mind? Like, oh shit, like I could win, I could win Player of the Year for my conference, like that type of thing. Um, it didn't hit me until um, late in the season, like before, like a week before, like the whole nominations came out, and I, like mm -hmm. and I was on the on the ballot. Um, that's when it hit me. It was like, oh, hey, the second time out, like, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. And, um, that was a, it's been, I forgot how many years, um, since the Michigan guy won it, but it wasn't like, I feel like the best part about it was, is like, I didn't care about any of that. I just cared to win and play. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like that's the one thing that EB absolutely ingrained back Eric Beckage, my uh, Michigan coach, like absolutely like put in my head like it's team over anything. Um, so any awards that I got wasn't just like my award; it was the whole team's award. And mm -hmm. um, and when the ballot finally like when it came out that I won, we were actually on the bus heading to practice in the Big Ten tournament. Um, and I had no, I had literally no idea. Um, Backer stands up on the bus and he's going all through like Tommy Henry, all American, like all conference, all yeah, Tommy Henry, of course, he's got it. So, yeah. And then all of a sudden goes Jordan Brewer, and he stopped and looked at me and smiled, and then he just gave it a little story about like thanking me and everything. Now I decided to come to Michigan. And everything I'm like, okay, this is really weird. He goes, he goes, congrats, man. Like, you you got Big Ten Player of the Year. And everyone just jumped up and gave me a hug and everything. And that's 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 really, I mean, I couldn't thank anyone else besides the team, you know. Like, mm -hmm. and there was no bad blood, you know. Like, uh, the guys that I did beat out to play, like, they were still so excited for me that it felt like they got the, the reward, too. Like, you know what I mean? Hmm. Um, and, and that made me feel really good. So that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. All right, Cam, your time's going to come right after Jordan answered this question. Be ready. Mm -hmm. Um, so after Michigan, obviously, as we're going through your timeline here, the whole draft experience, what's that whole, what was that whole process like from your side of it? And then obviously Cam as the brother getting to experience that all too. So let Jordan start and then we'll, we'll have you answer Cam. Dude, the whole draft experience. That was a whole, that was a crap shoot. That was nuts. Uh, so we were in Corvallis. We were in regionals. We were playing uh, Brayton. Um, 
and I already talked to my agent earlier that day of the first the first day. The first day is um, rounds one and two. Or no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That wasn't that wasn't it. It was the day the day before the draft, um, and we were playing Creighton, and all we had to do was beat them to an advance, and we had like a few days off, and so we were flying back to Michigan, and we actually my um, parents rented out um, B-dubs for a draft party for me, and so they had all of like stuff up for me and everything, but we we were beating the hell out of Creighton, and we. The wheels fell off the bus, and they tie the game up. We end up losing the game. So we were in the championship. We were in the winners bracket. So we had they had to play us again. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, now I'm like, we lost. We got to play tomorrow on the day of the draft. Like, how's this going to work? Like, what? What is what is this? Now I'm like, okay, this is now this isn't fun. <laughs> now now like I'm worried about all my career, but I also got to mm-hmm. put that away because I got to play. We got to win this game. And uh, um, Aiden, uh, what's his name? Um, the Orioles catcher. I'm drawing a blank. What's his name? Oh, Rutschman? Uh, Rutschman. Rutschman, yeah. yeah. So he yeah. played for the um, freaking state, and we were there. Yeah. And he had his draft party up in the clubhouse um, okay. during the draft. So now we're back at the field getting ready for the elimination game. So this is, mm-hmm. this is it. If we win, we go on. If we lose, we're done. And... Um, of course, the two other pitchers um, that are possibly day one guys—they're not playing. I'm the only one that was playing that was that could possibly go day one of the draft. And so they're fine. They're chilling in the dugout, and I'm sitting—I'm playing on the field, and the draft start. And I called my agent before, and I'm like, "Look, dude, I'm in—I'm in your hands. Like, I'm playing. Like, I can't do anything. Like, I don't—I don't. Sorry." <laughs> I'm like, I'm trusting you with like, this is my career in your hands. So don't mess it up. Like messing with them. Um, so the game starts and I think like the second or third inning, the draft finally starts and, um, you hear the crowd start cheering and everything. And like, you start looking around, like, hold up, wait a second. Who got you? Who got picked? I know there's like three, four possible guys that are day one here right now. Um, it was Rutschman up in the, the clubhouse. He got picked number one. And then um, he kept on going through the game. Uh, nothing happening. Kept on checking with the two pitchers that are possibly going to go. They didn't get drafted. Uh, we actually, actually ended up beating the brakes off Creighton that game. It was like 15-3 to three or something like that. It was something ridiculous. Yeah, it was, it was stupid. Um, and we're – coaches are giving our final meeting at the end of the game. And then all of a sudden, um, our, our of our like student managers runs in and is like, "Tommy Henry just got drafted," and we all start going crazy. Like we start hugging him and everything. This is like we're on the feet or getting on the bus to go back to the hotel. Um, then Carl Kaufman, literally a few picks after him, he got picked up in the second round. So everyone's jumping on him. No, it's just me. I'm sitting there like, okay, like, all right, like, what's going on here? Um, ended up didn't get picked in the second round. Um, so that day of the draft's done. And then the next day is a travel day or, yeah, travel day. Um, but we're not leaving yet or we're waiting for some reason. So my parents and I were all at Camden. You guys were at B-dubs for this. So you guys were watching that game at B-dubs, like the whole, like, 
We were we were at meet ups for uh, day one. Yeah, I mean, that's that was supposed to be there, but I couldn't get me to play them. Mm. And then and so the second day of the draft, um, I went to breakfast um, with a couple of guys, and they back. I called Mage and everything, talked to him, and then um, I remember walking back by myself, and I just felt someone grab my shoulder and turn around. And it was just Backage, our head coach. And he's like, "Hey, like I just want to say like." going like i have a really good feeling you're going to go today and like give me a hug and goes congratulations with everything you, you deserve it um like thanks you know i'm still freaking out inside like i was like this is becoming a reality now uh so i get back into the hotel room and of course the hotel doesn't have the movie network where the draft is so I can't, like, I, I'm struggling to find it. So I'm getting on my computer, logging into MLB. Like, I'm buying a subscription from just to watch the draft. And um, I finally get the call from my agent. He's like, all right, you're getting picked right here by the Houston Astros. I'm like, Houston Astros? I don't remember them, like, really being on me. They're like, yeah, they want you right here. They're going to get you at this slot pick uh, for this money. I'm like, all right, sweet. He goes, make sure you turn it on. Turned it on. And um, sure enough, they so and so number uh, Houston Astros select uh, outfielder Jordan Brewer from the University of Michigan. And as soon as they were saying like the announcing my name, I, I shit you not, it sounded like the SWAT team was busting down my doors. <laughs> my whole team just coming and jumping on me, hugging me, and I'm I'm bawling, I'm crying like a little baby, and I'm sitting there like. Everyone's giving me a hug, and we're, everyone's cheering and everything. But that that was that was the experience. And I get a call from Chris Gross, the scouting director at the time, and he said, "Congratulations! Like, happy to have you here. Like, finish out the, uh, in the World Series or in Supers and everything." And um, man, then I made my phone call home. And yeah, that was that was that whole experience. That was kind of that was kind of crazy. Actually, my wife, um, she was at working in Minnesota in General Mills and uh, they her boss like knew the situation that I was in and they put it on the loudspeaker and there's like hundreds of people in there and they heard heard my name get called and like they all started cheering and hugging her and stuff so it was it was it was a really cool experience Um, there's nothing like seeing your name or hearing your name get put on the board and then you have all the MLB experts like giving you the rundown on who you are and everything. It's like stuff like you the, dream the of the grades there. and everything like that. And... Yeah, it's <laughs> like and I had I had no idea I had no idea what any of that yeah. means. I didn't care. Like I just mm. saw my picture up there and my highlights, and I was like, wow. Like I just started getting butterflies and everything. Mm. It was really cool. Yeah, I mean, as I long can't... as your uh, draft yeah. photo looked better than uh, fellow Michigan alum Tom Brady's draft photo, I think you're doing pretty good. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. All right, Cam, let's hear your side of this this whole All right. experience. Yeah, I'm actually curious. I've never heard about this experience from your side. Oh, I mean, as you already know, how's that B-dubs? <laughs> <laughs> and um, there was actually a lot of people. There was like probably like 150 people there. And wow. like, I didn't even probably know half of them, to be Holy honest. Moly. But but um, we were there watching uh, your game, actually. And then watching the draft, too, on all those TVs and stuff. And then nothing happened. And then, and then the next day, we were uh, uh, we were 
we were watching the draft and then and then we see you get picked and then and then my mom's like what it what it say and then she was like she was like so confused i'm like burn just got picked to the astros and then my dad dad wasn't in the room he's he runs out coming in he was crying everyone was crying and i'm like i, was, I, don't, it think, was, I don't think i, I gave you guys awe. a warning no you did not i don't think i gave you guys a warning i don't think i could have no but yeah it was it was a great experience it was awesome that was, that was wild here we are yep you are now all right, well, Ryan, I think we can move on and ask Jordan this next question here on the list we got. So then Brady can hop yeah, in so, after that. Uh, you know, at, you've gotten picked. You know, you're with the Astros program now. Kind of what's it been like getting from each stop? And then on top of that, what's that feeling been like of being told you're moving up to the next level? Uh, I know you mentioned at the beginning of the episode that I'm going to be starting out in AAA here. So kind of what's that, that call or that uh, message with the manager uh, what's that kind of like? Yeah, so um, as I got into pro ball, it's um, a lot different than college ball. <laughs> you know, you got now you got a lot more um, Latin Americans in it, like young Latin Americans. So they get Spanish left and right. Um, you got to learn. Uh, actually, my one of my first days on a uh, spring training facility, I'm down in uh, talking to our strength coach in the rehab room. And uh, Carlos Correa walks in, and he starts speaking fluent, like, well, obviously, he's Latin, but he's Spanish to me. And I'm like, look, I started laughing. I'm like, look, dog, like, I'm white. I don't speak any Spanish. He goes, oh, what's up, bro? How are you? I'm Carlos. I'm like, I'm like you couldn't do that in the beginning. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it's, 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 pretty, it's pretty cool being around those guys. You know, you can no longer be a fan. Like, those are your, like, coworkers, you know, like. Um, right. it's, it's a whole different world. You know, there's, um, I've learned so much about baseball and just about myself as a man, um, and how to get through certain situations and hard times during pro ball. I mean, we play what, 136 games in a year. Yeah. I mean, you play every day, um, besides Monday and Monday's your travel day. So you really don't get a day off. Um, so it, it took me, it took me a long time to adjust to that and, uh, figure out, um, where I fit in, like my buddies, and like um, you know, with your buddies too. Like it's 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 a business too. So those guys can get released whenever. And actually, experience that last year. Like one of my good, my roommate. Um, after a game, I was siding balls for kids, and I come back in. We just won, and usually we have music playing. Everyone's having a good time, but it was dead silent. And I'm like, well, this is really weird. Like whatever. Walk to my locker. And then another one of my buddies came to me and goes, yo, so-and-so just got released. And it was just like, no. And you're sitting there like, dude, are you serious? And it's just like, one of, one of my closest buddies I had in the team is just like, now he's gone. Like, now. And it was like more of like a reality check, too, because it's like, same position, um, same age, you know? So it's like, okay. Um, so that was, uh, that's a whole nother, when it comes cut cut season, it's not fun. Um, but figuring out pro ball is, I mean, development. So like certain stats that, um, fancy players and coaches see something different, you know, like some games, like I have like a quota I have to hit. So I, I, this game, they want me in two strikes more, 15 more pitches. So now like that, you guys don't understand like that situation before, cause I just 
told you guys that, but like, you get people text you like, yo, you good? Like, what's going on? It's like, no, I'm fine. I'm just, I'm working on something. So it's like more like the development side now um, and like really um, putting your craft down. Um, and uh, and I tell you what, these dudes are legit up here. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I'm hoping I'm going to be starting AAA. Like I'm not 100% sure yet, but uh, I have a really good feeling that I'm going to start in AAA. And, and uh, but we will see. Um, but it's been it's been a true a true journey um, to where I got today with I me mean, going through the injuries. But I mean, I'm the Astros still are giving me a chance, and uh, how much I've grown as a hitter, as a defensive guy, as just a leader, and just a just a man on the field. You know, it's just uh, because you're at the ball ballpark for. 10 hours a day with the same people. Then you go back to your apartments and you're with the same people. Um, so you become really close, but you have to, there's a fine line where you have to cut off the baseball or like the work and just be mid twenties dude. You know what I mean? It's just like hang out and just video games and talk crap to your little brother. And about <laughs> it. I gotta ask, Ooh. uh, I kind of ties in with what you were saying, but, um, What's like the day in the life of a game day in the minors? Oh, a game in the life. So, all right. So let's say it's a Thursday, Thursday, right? You get dollar beers. It's one of the worst nights to play if you're away. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So you're at the hotel. We leave. We head to the field around like 1130, 12. Um, You get there. You got about like 20 minutes to get like changed or whatever, and then you could either have a lift that day, or you have re- or you can have recovery that day. Depending, I usually do recovery every day, um, but lifts are every other day. So I'll say I have a lift that day. I'll lift for an hour, and then after the lift, I'll have early defensive work. So it's just like more specific towards. All right, say um, I'm playing first base tonight, so I'll going to go out there with our infield coach and do some mm-hmm. GBs and um, talk over plays or go over video from previous nights um, I had messed up or I had questions about. Um, I'll have early defense, and then uh, I'll have early hitting. So I'll go hit one-on-one with or in a small group, like with three guys uh, with our hitting coach. And we'll be up there for, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes. Um, come back, and then you have team stuff, um, more of, like, just double plays, just normal, like, mass fungo type stuff with the full team so everyone can get used to the field right. and everything, just the out-of-field plays. And um, I like it, too, as a first baseman is, like, I know who's playing that night. And so, like, I can, I can really pick up on their arm angle if, more, if their ball has more sink, has more cut to it, so I can kind of, like, play with it and figure out, like, all right, how do I want to play this? Um, with this guy and then my second baseman too also to figure out like how much range he has you know um because mm-hmm. there's certain balls that are hitting the four hole that are that i could i could let go because our second baseman's quick or some nights i don't have a quicker second baseman i'll go get um and so we'll go over that um and then after team defense we'll have bp on the field so after you hit in the group all the po's so pitchers only have to shag the whole entire BP session. 
because uh, that's all they do. They only pitch once yeah. a week, so they're yeah. out there just shagging balls all day. And like after you hit the, on the field, um, you go into the in the in the clubhouse. Um, I usually take a shower. I take a pregame shower, so I go shower. Um, then I eat my two uncrustables. It's always two and a smoothie, um, strawberry peanut butter, and. Um, look at my notes i'll look at my notes so now we're probably i don't know probably about an hour and a half two hours before the game time mm-hmm. and so i'll have my notes and we have a video of the pitcher and everything like all his like his tendencies and certain accounts and stuff he throws and so um i'll have my notebook out and i'll meet my drinking my smoothie and eat my encrustables <laughs> look at my notes I'm like okay this is what he did to me if i already faced this guy before this is what he did to me um and then after i come up with a new report i'll go to my hitting coach and give him what i what i feel like he's going to do to see what he's thinking and then once we get on the same page go back change out a little bit and then i go sit in my corner and put my meditation stuff on meditate for eight eight minutes i can't go more than eight i can't go less than eight i can't go more than eight meditate for eight minutes as soon as i take them off pregame um, hitting, which is like 10 minutes before you have to be on the field for stretch. So you go in there just to do a couple of swings and then you head out to the field and then you play hopefully not a four hour game. You're out of there by 1030. Uh, you're back at the hotel by, by 11. You're hanging out with the boys until probably 1231 o'clock in the morning and just repeat Damn. <laughs> every day. Yeah. The process all over again. <laughs> all over again yeah. and then Sundays were the worst because it's it's early and it's getaway day so the games are at 1pm um, so Friday night games are usually at 7 so I mean it's a short turnaround then you hop on the bus for I don't know 10 hours back to home <sighs> holy moly yeah. yeah yeah. getaway days suck <laughs> I hate them <laughs> yeah all right, Cam, we heard uh, Jordan mention the Encrustables and the smoothies as his kind of pregame ritual in both football and hockey. Do you have any certain pregame rituals you had? More specifically football because hockey, we were kind of – we don't really have the time to do, like, anything crazy. So let's, let's hear it. To be honest, like, for football, I don't really do that much. But, like, for hockey, I actually do a lot. Like, it's like the other way around. Like, Jeez, like I before... was completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like before a game like like i'll put my uh my lowers on like my uh pads and then mm-hmm. like not my best stuff and then like like i'll close my eyes visualize like plays stuff stuff like that um i pray i do like a quick prayer and then and we just really go out and that's about it but for football i mean are you still psycho and don't listen to music before games I don't really listen to games or uh, music that much. That's crazy. I don't listen to games. I could not. Besides, that's psycho. Just besides, like the the locker room music. I just yeah, we have that. the we have the locker room music. I mean, it's honestly kind of hard. In yeah, the, in the prison, in the prison cell hockey locker rooms. I mean, <laughs> those things just echo, and you have headphones oh. on. It's like you're hearing two different songs, yeah. and it's just like, oh, this is terrible. Yeah. And like, yeah. I mean, football. It's a little easier, but. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you don't do it for football. I could not listen to all those freshmen talking the whole time. I had to have headphones <laughs> oh, on. They're just always yapping. Ryan, Ryan, now, now would that, Ryan, would that have happened when we were there? 
No, Hell that no. would not have been happening. <laughs> not no. a chance. Zero shot. Zero shot. That locker room was locked oh down. When to be honest, was a senior and I was a sophomore. We don't really have that many freshmen, like that. Besides, like a wide receiver and tight end, we don't have any freshmen yeah. that like come up. So, but I mean, the I, JV I, I, kids, I mean, I, like the ones with this whole new five quarter rule, we have eighty five guys on the sideline, and it's crazy. like, yeah, that is. Bro. I yeah. mean, I remember the district game. I mean, let alone I played like five games, but I mean. That district game, I'm like trying to find Coach Prantley, and I, I'm like walking through a damn minefield. I'm like weaving in and out of people. I'm like, can you just get out of the damn way? All right, I'm trying yeah. to walk to watch film, and you guys are standing here huddled in a freaking corner because you're too cold. Like, just move, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah for the O line, what we do, like, we go out on offense. We go whatever happens. We come out. We come back at, uh, out, and then we just go right to the uh, the TV and watch what and and Coach Wallace Sit on the is bench. There. Yeah, we sit, sit on, the on the bench the drinking some water and just talking. You guys about are the only happened. position group that would not get yelled at for sitting on the bench. <laughs> I mean, I remember the district game. I'm like physically mm -hmm, exhausted. Yeah. I just ran the ball like seven straight plays and scored. <laughs> and I sit on the bench for five seconds, and immediately one of the coaches like, "All right, bro, let's let's stand up here." I'm just like, "Are you serious? <laughs> like, man, I just sat down. Like, give me like just give me a minute, just catch my breath." But stand up had to put my helmet back on too and i'm just like okay and then i look over at the linemen who are right next to me you know lounging back with their helmets off sipping on water and watching <laughs> yeah, it's like are you for real like i mean ridiculous. You get little, little nice. pretty girl pretty girls up front no i'm just kidding hey they're in the <laughs> trenches they need their breaks all right they're battling they're battling, they're battling. who's your both the barlows who what was your like go-to artist during like a football game like what was like you had like a set playlist like a like two or yeah, three songs like you had to li listen to before you ran out like the last yeah this year this year one. for me it was definitely it was definitely future that was my go-to guy every game every like the last after prattley gave his little pre-game speech like we had like five minutes and I always listened to hard to choose one by future i'll put my headphones back on i'll listen to that song and then i'll be ready to go Ryan, mine was mine was NF. So uh, main rapper like doesn't cuss at all, but warm up by him, that was like my the last song I listened to every time, uh, before taking off the headphones off and, and going, every time that was kind that. of my superstition NF is one. gym music, bro. I love Brady. NF. That's Brady's guy right there. Is yeah. NF, dude? That's his. I'm gonna be honest yeah. though. The when we're in the locker in football, what I, what gets me hyped up is dreams and nightmares. I don't know why, it just gets me hyped up. That's oh, I love the that's just a pop. See, but yeah. that's that's the thing though that I learned too. As now I'm talking about football stuff, just in, actually this could be general. Um, more for like the lineman stuff, they can listen to all that hardcore crazy. Mm -hmm. because they're they're literally headbutting people yeah they, that's their only mission is to take someone mm -hmm. out for <laughs> yeah. us like quarterbacks wide receivers running backs like Pretty we easy. had stuff that we actually had to do like other missions or whatever you want to call it mm -hmm. um, yeah and so you couldn't get overly jacked up because now you're just so focused on just trying to kill somebody instead <laughs> of doing your assignment so, I mean, unless yeah. your name's Sean Akins, then you can do whatever the hell you <laughs> oh, want. To... I, I love, oh I love I've heard stories of him. 
I'll never, I'll always remember, literally, because I was right next to his locker, he would sit there and just headbutt his helmet. Just what? Just headbutt his helmet. No, oh my god. His helmet. He'd be bleeding from his mouth. I was just like laughing and smiling, like, bro, what? Holy shit. What it's a psycho I remember right one there. of my oh. first games, I remember one of my first games up with them, I'm sitting there just like staring, I'm like, Somebody gonna stop him? Like, is he okay? <laughs> oh, and he just he yeah, did yeah. it every week, and that, that was just who that's he was. borderline insanity right there. That's, that's like the video of the pit, the pit D lineman on the sideline, like hits his head on the helmet. All the guys on the bench that. are like, ooh, like that type of. Dude, thing. it reminds just, me like, of the it reminds like. me of that college football clip that dude who literally headbutt one of the uh, the linemen without his helmet on, and the other oh, guy. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. Or is mm-hmm. that it was a coach? Yeah. It was a coach. It was a coach. Yeah, the, the coach D- comes D- running coach. up and just like headbutts him. Oh my gosh, dude, yeah, Cam, that that's was... like what Coach Wallace would do this year. I mean, dude, he would coach just like Wallace is nuts. He, it's, I don't know how he does it. <laughs> Put perspective: we're playing Madawan Week Eight, and it's like it's just like a Michigan football weather game, and like just perfect. I mean, it's not perfect, like sucks. terrible. Horizontal rain. So we're in a grass field, like normal Michigan October football game, like. Just oh, yeah. mud, just like thirteen to seven ball game, and he comes out from halftime barefoot, no shoes, no sock, nothing. And right, we go out for the first drive. He comes jumping into the huddle and just headbutts Rusty Claire, and we're just like, "What is this guy doing? Like, like he's just sprinting around barefoot, just you know, one with the earth out here." And just, <laughs> he's a character. He's always been doing that. I know. Football guys, you gotta love them. Those old line man, old line and old line coaches. They're a they're a different breed, right, Cam? Oh yeah. I don't know how you do it. Your little your little canopy drills, you know, crouching down under. Oh. Getting your. Anthony Stark. guys are a, a different breed. I know. A little more finesse, a little less uh, brute force. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Ryan, so I, I, what you were a sophomore when I was a senior. Yeah. And so you came up on varsity for, like, the regular districts and everything, right? Yes. Yeah, I would so get to be a part of all of that. Yeah. So I'm taking – I tell Kim this every single day. You take that team and run against their team, we beat them by 40. Oh, it's not even close. I Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I mean, like, I remember – I remember walking in, like, to Ryan's games when he was a senior – like looking at like Trevor Dilly and all those guys and how big they are, big and then I look at like our grade this year and I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm like a hundred, I'm 185 pounds and I'm our biggest running back, like. <laughs> well, I mean, my freshman year coming in, the o like biggest O lineman on St. Joe at that time was Wes French, who's now in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I, I mean that my was like year. that was crazy. My freshman, I saw Wesley French, then Birch Bradford. I don't know if you remember Birch Bradford or yep. another dude. They called yep. their nickname was literally the Twin Towers. Um, <laughs> they were both like same. The other guys same size as Wes, a little more chunky. Yeah, but it was like what, <laughs> like what? And then our year we had Stahl, and then we had uh, Henry Henry Clayton. Oh. You know, yeah. so big Henry. Big hand, big boots. I think I, I think I have Sal's number now, seventy six. Yeah. 
Well, see, me, you better play, me being you better a quarterback. Play right. Me being a quarterback at the time, I was running scout team against these guys. Ooh. So I'm like having sophomores, like 16, 17 years old, trying to block these men as I'm like trying to take drops to throw the ball. And our coaches yeah. were getting mad when I wouldn't be able to get throws off against the defense. They're like, come on, just throw it. We need to get reps. I'm like, I've, I've got no nothing here. I, that, I just, I, I just say. Backfield and I just got the snap. So I don't really know what you want me to do here. <laughs> I have the same scout team. Yeah, I have the same scout team stories. I mean, I when I got pulled up as a freshman, we were playing Lakeshore that week, and they were still running the wing offense, like the high motion stuff. Oh, and yeah. Sam, and Sam Simpson and Joe Brown are the two edge rushers. Where Sam's uh D end at Grand Valley now, and Joe's playing offensive tackle at Mount Union. These are six four two twenty five dudes, and I'm a five nine one hundred thirty five pound freshman running back. I'm just like. Like, all right, Andy, go block Sam Simpson. Like, I'm like alone. Like, I got I got nobody else helping me. I'm like, Dude, all right, screw it. And I get put on my ass. And they're like, why aren't you blocking him? Oh no, he's a hundred pounds heavier than me. Like, he's 18. I'm 14 years old. Like, what do you want me to do here? Like, you're just setting me up to fail. Yeah, I had to do that against uh on my fresh yeah freshman year. I had to go against uh Barlow, you know Sparky and uh oh god Jude, the club Julius the club. It's the club. Yeah, like a big club he, and just smack yeah. you with it. He reminded me, he reminded me of the guy from the longest yard, like the defensive tackle, who would like when he was mad, he would like bring his hand up like this, yeah. and like and like just, I mean, he would just use his club like it was a freaking wrecking ball. I mean, he would just come in and swing and just clothesline dudes. I remember playing defense with him. I'm like, how has this guy not gotten a penalty yet? Like he's just knocking kids in the forehead with his club. Like there's just no no penalties, no nothing. <sighs> But yeah, okay. my first I mean... my first welcome to varsity was it was a I was freshman. It was a practice and Malik Emus. I'm doing one. I don't know why I'm doing a one on one against him, and I and he just destroys me. I'm flying in the air and I'm like, all right. Oh, I wish I would have saw that. <laughs> yeah, I wish you know, I would have saw me, that. He he might have put that on his practice film highlight. It just seems like something he would do. That just that that frustrates the hell out of me. You might have to find that clip and uh, and get that yeah, on there. On. On this frustrates yeah. the hell out of me. It was when people make highlights of their practice film. I would have like, to search for really? hours, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are making me feel like See, a pussy right now. I'm not gonna lie. No, Brady. Dude, leaving Brady out. Time. I always remember from Jordan's football time was that one-handed catch you made down in the corner, and I think the oh district finals. I mean, he is Odell-esque. If we can find that picture, it is one hand up over the head, diving backwards. Best catch I've ever seen so, in my entire career. I was so pissed. The play, they gave us a, we just got an interception. We got a run play. I'm like, nah, girl, we got we to throw this bitch. I said, just throw, it, <laughs> throw it to me. I'll be open. So I knew, like, I was going to, like, I have to catch this. If I change, like, I got to catch it. He throws it. I'm like, oh, boy. And I honestly don't even know how I was able to bend like that because that's when I had my, like, shoulder issues. I had that solely brace. So, like, I had – I couldn't, like, reach. And I I don't even know how I – to be honest with you, I honestly don't know how I caught that. And it's just – I don't know. It was – that was – One of those moments you're so locked in, you're just blacked out. 
pretty much. Yeah, I didn't know. I was like, I saw it. I was like, oh. Wasn't that on like TV though? Like the next day, I remember watching it yeah. on TV. And then my dad's like yeah. telling me to shut up and stuff to <laughs> so, tell the dogs to be quiet so we can videotape it or something. Yeah, yeah. That was that's when I was wearing funny. your. That's when I used to wear your rocket football pants. You remember that? What? Yeah. Oh uh, no, that's I would crazy. Take, I, I would take that. his pants because the knee pads were only like this big. Yeah, the little baby, the, the youth ones. Pretty, yes. And Chunky Monkey over there, I could actually <laughs> fit in his when he was in rocket football. I mean, they were tight. So I was like, I literally had to have like Henry and like Evan Wilson help me put these pants on because they're so tight. But I, I literally wore them every single Friday night because it's just, I, Jesus. I, I liked it. But that, yeah, so I back when St. So Joe didn't yeah. have like seven uniform combinations. So we just wore the same yeah. pants every week. Yeah. And we have the knee pads the, that were like this long. Yeah. They were about <laughs> that big around. Yeah. And the thigh pad, the thigh pad, are, knee pad. Yeah, the shoulder pads like are about that, eight years old and had been beat up, and quarterbacks had pads that were like double what yeah. anybody else was wearing. Actually, yeah. I th- we did get uh, like halfway through the year this uh, this year uh, we got we got new knee pads and they're like really small, so I do like. Them. I know. I was lucky I enough. Like I made my dad order me sophomore year. Like literally, search up on Amazon youth knee pads, and they're like the little like cups. And, like, yep. I mean, you know, the style nowadays, it's not even touching my knees, so it's not like it really mattered. But, like, yep. I mean, it's – it was so funny, like, speaking, like, talking about the freshmen in the district game, and they're out there, and they're, like – their knee pads are, like, covering their shins, and their thigh pads are, <laughs> like, damn concrete bricks in their pants. I'm just like, how are you even running with these things on? Like, you got 2XL <laughs> pants because there's no pants left, and you got yep. these big-ass knee pads and big-ass thigh pads. Like, there's no way you can even run. Like, worst case scenario, you have to go in the game. But, Brady, I feel bad for leaving you out of all these conversations. Hey, here. man, I, I'm going to say, Jaeger watched me play uh, Air Force football in uh, in gym class. He instantly texted Prattley. He was like, add this kid to the group chat. I want him as tight end. I was like, okay. Uh, I respectfully declined because well, I didn't want to get hurt. talk about how you injured your knee, Brady? Exactly. And I was about to get into that. Um yeah, I, I didn't want to play football because I didn't want to get hurt. And then this year on the field I was playing, and then I got hit in the knee and dislocated my knee and fractured my patella. So, yeah, uh, I'm oh, kind of happy like, I stayed football, out of football. Yeah, pick up football. Not football. Yeah, yeah, I, it was bad, man. I was getting wrapped up, oh, and then my. some kid, like, fell, and his shoulder went straight into my knee. So, yeah, I got a – I tore, Wait, like – Was that at the high school? Yeah, it was at the high school. So, I tore, like, some – uh, ligament that keeps my knee in place so when i'm like 30 and i'm golfing you know doing my thing i'm just gonna like dislocate my knee every other swing probably so i'll be prepared that's all right <laughs> damn we want to tell him how you uh, how you broke your foot this year Ooh. Uh, actually i don't even know if you know barlow well i mean how you got hurt in the first place i like in the in the Lakeshore game. Yeah, so it was uh, it was like two minutes, not even two minutes, like a minute left in the game. This is and, no, I mean, yeah, this was the last drive. Yeah, last, last drive, and I'm blocking this dude. It's I think it's Brown Puma going through the A gap, and then yep. and then you you were running it, and then uh, I was blocking Davis, the guy. Davis tripped me. 
Yeah, Davis tripped you, our quarterback, and then you fell on my like leg, and then it just fractured my ankle from it. I don't even know. Dude, hey, no I, way. I felt so bad. I like, I like swan dived because I was like coming in full speed, and I don't know how this is even like physically possible, but like both my legs tripped on one of Davis's legs, and I like I really felt like I was like parallel to the turf, and then all I hear is Cam to go. Oh fuck! <laughs> I'm like, oh god. <laughs> and I look over. I'm like, you good, Camden? You good? <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, Dude, I'm like, oh me. shit. I had to go. Oh my like, god. I was like, I was the trainer, Adam. He was like, he's like, yeah, you're not going back in. I'm like, dude, I'm going back in. It's because <laughs> like, we're still on our last drive. We got a our our second string center in. He was like, not gonna lie, like not that great and at that, snapping. And then and we had to be in shotgun too. And we had to be in shotgun, and then I'm like, I'm like, I can walk on, I can't run or anything, I'll be fine. Just let me snap it and just stand there. So I did, and then oh probably made it a little worse. But what a hero <laughs> story! What a hero story! The game. I remember you texted me after the game, like, bro, I broke my open ankle. I'm like, no, you didn't. Shut up, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I went to like the like a little doctor, like a it was like a Med Express in Benton Harbor. And they're like, oh, it's it's just it's just sprained. And they Med Express. Bro, you got a sinus infection. Bro, you know how many false COVID tests I've gotten from that Med Express, bro? That's actually crazy. So many false. Yeah, and then bodies. I go to like a real doctor, and he's like, oh, this is fractured. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, because I remember you you took like two weeks off from hockey, and you mm. came back and you took one shot, and then you just fell right on your ass. <laughs> and we're all like laughing. We're like. What what are you yeah, doing? You were, like you I get you're like laughing so hard. I'm like, guys, I can't walk. It's like I get you haven't skated in like a couple months, so I thought that's what it is. And then I skate over to you, like everybody's helping you to the bench. I'm like, what the hell happened? You're like, I can't even put weight on my foot. And I was like, oh shit, I feel bad for <laughs> laughing now. Like I thought you just like tripped on a puck or something, but you just couldn't even stand. Oh, you man. got the skate guards on there. Left <laughs> the skate guards on. So All right. Well, Jordan, we're gonna ask you one more question here, if you don't mind, and then we can wrap this yeah. one up. Just wrapping up the baseball side of things. Um, out out of all of your many stops and journeys, whatever, what's your if you had to pick one, what's your favorite baseball memory? Just growing up. I mean, high school baseball, anything to the minors now. What's your favorite memory? Ooh, it's a tough it's question. Really I know you got a lot to think about. Um, I think my favorite moment in my career was probably, um, celebrating after the Super Regionals. We all dogpiled them with each other, like with the team. Um, I mean, that just, just icing on the cake, you know, mm -hmm. it's just something that you hear about and like never think you're going to experience it and then it's actually ha i actually got a cleat in the back of my head during that oh yeah, it was, it's a, it's awesome but it also hurts <laughs> it hurts uh, a metal uh, spike to the back of the head back of the head <sighs> my head's down i'm getting the spikes in the head because there's a picture there's a picture of the dog pile and you see like one of our, our shortstop blommy literally his, his hands and feet are literally on my back just he's all up in the air like going like this and he's literally just resting on me i'm like <laughs> i'm like get off our um our assistant coach his wedding ring metal wet wedding ring 
snapped in half in the pile. <laughs> they had to go get a new wedding wow. ring. Oh, shit. Like, yeah, it was nuts. Like, this is a, this is, very this is a bad dog pile, man. <laughs> this could be worse Dude, than any like, of the injuries we've talked enough. about. <laughs> yeah, you don't expect anything in a dog pile, you know, and you're like, oh, sweet dog pile. You jump in, yeah. you're like, okay, never mind, I take this back. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think that was probably one of the best moments um, that I've ever, ever experienced. Um, uh, just being around there and then just having, like, um, our parents there just looking down. Like, I remember there's the picture of me. That's actually my profile picture. Um, literally looking at my parents just like seeing them like I can see their like how proud they are and like so in shock and everything of like how far I've gotten in like all the crap I've been through and like the journey and everything it's just like and I just I don't know I just decided to start screaming and it's just all everything just built up I just started screaming and someone snapped a photo and I literally was screaming so hard that I I almost passed out. Like I was like lightheaded uh. after, um, <laughs> but it was just it was truly like an out of body experience that it's un, it was unbelievable. It was mm. amazing. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's been great. It's been uh, it's been fun, and I'm you know I I think also with along the journey is you know like knowing that I have people that look up to me that are rooting for me and um, are still going, uh, fighting with me and stuff. And, and that's another thing that just keeps me motivated every single day, especially camp, like Camden seeing him, like now he's starting to get to the age where like colleges are like, you know, like you want to go to the next level. Like, and I hope, hope you can look, literally look at me and like see how hard I worked and like, all the crap that I went through just, just to get to the next level. Um, cause it's not a cakewalk. If you want to be the best, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta work for it. And, uh, you know, that's what I, you know, that's really what I hope in my life is just like, I can show young kids and, or like just be a mentor, just to show kids that they can do it, you know? Um, yeah. And I, and I hope that's working for you, kid. And I hope I, motivate you and I hope it motivates yeah. all those and I hope it motivates all you guys yeah. you know um, because it's 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 truly um, an experience for all of us yeah. you know because the journey <laughs> yep I mean the one thing you said to us at the baseball camp that really stuck with me was you just you want to perfect your craft that's your yeah. that's what you've kind of lived by in your last couple of years just in the minors and everything just how much work you've put in and just you know, grinding and perfecting your craft. I just, that's something that you can yeah. not just use in sports, but just in life in general. It's life. just mm -hmm. using, it is, you know, it's, using that. And that's, you know, yeah, you know, that's something that I wish, um, I kind of, kind of got that when I, I wish I was that learned that earlier in life when I was mm -hmm. like in high school, a junior or a sophomore, like even in class, like, you know, like that's going to help me get to, the next level that's going to help me get to eliminate the, eliminating the juco stuff and going straight to division one or um you know like there was just your craft is so important and like everyone's craft's different you know um your craft is gonna be different than mine um and that's and that's probably one of the biggest things that i'm learning too is just a lot of coaches and nowadays have like no this is this is the right way no it's not there's a thousand different ways to get it done 
Um, and if it doesn't, if that way doesn't work for you, you have your own way of doing it, you know? Um, and that's what like, I feel like one of the battles now that I'm facing in pro ball is people don't like my swing. But hell, I don't, I mean, I'm hitting the ball in the hard. So why, why are you trying to manipulate my swing into something that you like? And um, I don't care if you're going there backwards. If you barrel the ball up and get on, like, so be it. Damn, you know? Yeah. Yeah, right? And mm-hmm. so, you know, it's, I mean, it's the same way um, you run funny, Camden. But if it works for you <laughs> and you're fast, well, you ain't fast, but you're getting there. I'm fast if, if I want to be. You know what I mean? That. So there's just so many different ways of, like, learning new, new stuff and um, – I mean, just be ears, you know, just listen. Andy and Ryan, but, if you try to use this excuse for your golf swing, I will sue you for false advertisement. Okay. <laughs> All right. You can you can oh, say that to Ryan, my but my so golf bad. swing is not that bad. Honestly, you guys, it's I mean, so I played baseball too, but uh, playing baseball really it's, does affect your golf swing like that. It's so. a little it's, brutal it's, trying it's to do it during high school baseball because right. that's, right. that's a whole different breed of just – I want to – See the see the golf ball. I want to take my step, and I'm like, oh shit, wait, I gotta gotta stay here. <laughs> stay nice and smooth. Don't need to try and kill the ball. Let's just. I'll be giving nice you lessons when we're thirty. So. Yeah. Don't worry. About I don't it. know yeah, nothing about that. I just. <laughs> I'll have to come back and get some. I'll have to come back, Brady, and get some lessons. My, uh, it's it's so I'll tough. Hit the, I'll it hit is. the piss out of it. I'll hit the piss out of it. I promise you, it's gonna hit something. It ain't gonna hit the green or the fairway. It's gonna Andy's the same way. Far house. Andy just hits I'll, the I'll piss hit out of it. Three hundred yards, but it will be four fairways over. Maybe not even on the golf exactly. course anymore. But I mean, exactly. It just happens. Exactly. Well, Brady Ryan, you guys got anything else? I do have a bonus Jordan question. Camden? I do. Oh, bonus Jordan. question. Are you up? are you a Detroit Lions fan? Ooh. Yeah, yes. Okay, you know, do like, you have a favorite really team, like I guess? N- I'm not really like an NFL guy. Oh. Isn't that yeah. crazy? I wasn't, I wasn't up Michigan. until like three years ago, so. You just won a national you know, championship. Michigan yeah. alum, man. Didn't even ask you about that. <laughs> all right. Casual, Brush the shoulders. <laughs> hey, uh, all I got to say is go Bears. All right. Oh, my gosh. So, on that <laughs> note. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> on that note. Camden, Camden, I do have a question for Camden. Okay, um, yeah, let's hear it. So, with my whole journey and everything, how has the experience been on you and like your social life around like um, school and stuff? You know, um, how's that? How's that been? Like, how's that part been? Well, actually, um, with the day you got drafted, uh, I, I was in uh, Upton the next day. I went to school and. Like, everyone knew about it. Everyone was, like, like I had people I'd never even talked to. I, people I didn't even know, like, teachers coming up to me, like, sa- like saying hi to me and stuff. I'm like, what? <laughs> and <laughs> and it just went out. And it just, throughout, like, Upton that year, just, yeah. I mean, people just came up and talked to me and stuff. But, like, uh, high school, I mean, people ask me about you a lot. Well, that's really... Yeah. That's all. That's how this whole idea initiated, right, Camden? I mean, me and Pap came yeah, up Pap to you in gym you. class, yeah, and just <laughs> went from there. 
Yeah, no, I was excited because I've never actually like heard like your side of the whole, like this whole experience of this whole, mm -hmm. you know, like I don't know if it's like, I bet it does suck after a while, but I bet it does suck. <laughs> no, it's not that your own, You, you got to create your own damn path. It's, you know, you know your side of things. You just don't know how it was for Camden this whole time, right? So, exactly. Mm -hmm. Um. Cool. Yeah, Ryan, you got anything else? No, I mean it's been awesome to catch up, Jordan and I. I mean we played some in high school together, so it's been good yeah. to see you again, and uh, you too, it's been really. awesome to keep track of where you've been at. So glad you could join us today. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. thanks for having me. It's been awesome, Ryan. Uh, hope everything's going well. Your brother was filling me in that you're gonna be. Oh my gosh, the pilot and everything. So that's awesome. And mm -hmm. thank you. Thank you for your service because I would not have the nuts to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I would not. Right. So, um, Give him a round of applause. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you. As we haven't said it enough times on here. No, so. We really haven't. Yeah. Appreciate that. One, I keep saying one last yeah. question, Jordan, but where is the AAA team for the Astros? It's in Sugarland. Sugarland, Texas. Sugarland. So it's about. 30 minutes. Oh my gosh. Of, um, I played for that AAA team might be a pro career. I swear to God. <laughs> yeah. No, I wasn't I was I wasn't good enough on the Cubs so they shipped me off to the damn Astros. <laughs> I swear this is true. I That's actually you made crazy. it sound like you've been there and then let alone it's it's the show. Yeah, it's You're like playing the show. <laughs> no, no. Oh, in the show, in the show, in the show. <laughs> there was actually one cool moment uh I was on, like, I think it was, like, MLB, like, 22. And I go in the, like, deep in the rosters in the minor leagues, and I see Jordan Brewer, like, 67 overall, and the picture's all messed up. I mean, they got your they got your big nose in there, but, like, that's about it. Wow. That is crazy. They can't, they can't miss that. <laughs> they can't miss that. Yeah. That's pretty funny. I forgot about that. I mean, that. that's kind of... It's got to be kind of crazy, you know. You're in a video game. I mean, that's kind of yeah, a little nice. crazy thought for you. Just... Yeah, like that is pretty. Like, it's one thing to create your player, and it's already like you know what I mean. But it's like mm. it's programmed in the game already. Yeah. And seeing that, mm. it was it was pretty. I remember you sending me the picture of it. And I was like, oh, yeah, damn, that's cool. But I think I mean another cool part too was like when I got my own top baseball card um, oh. when they shipped them in, and I had to sign them all. Um, I have one of those. Yeah. Do you? Banana yeah, Boy gave like... us all ones at one of our practices oh, yeah. last year. Dude, I might have Man, to go I'm grab sorry. it. Hold up, stall enough time. I'm gonna go find it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was that was that was crazy. I saw you posted something about Michigan sports on your story a few days ago. What was I forgot what it was. Yeah. They won a championship in like how many different sports? I think it's so it's out of I think it was five out of five top sport like top sports we've all been in the national championship or playing for the national championship wow. um in the past like five years damn the only college to do it yeah that which is kind of crazy to think because you got football basketball hockey. basketball was on there probably hockey hockey, hockey yep. Baseball, yep baseball football and i already said football um what was the other one was it girls basketball there was something some other sport all right, this yeah, this isn't your exact good. tops cards, and don't find me creepy at all. But got both of these two right here. Oh yeah, that was my that one on the left. My left. Uh huh. Uh, 
just a selfie picture. That was my first year in pro ball. Damn. Here. And then the, the, the picture of me batting at Michigan, they just switched the logos around. Yeah. That's because yeah, I he hand he handed yeah. us uh your dad handed us these out at practice last year. He goes, You guys want some baseball cards? I'm like, Hell yeah, I'll take one. Of course I'm gonna take a baseball card. What kind of question is that? You gotta have, you gotta have that. Yeah. And well, we need just, to make sure to get Jordan some uh ASF merch here. Yeah, we got, we're gonna have to send you a hoodie podcast. for yeah, for yeah, sure. Got, Dude, uh, I need I need a hoodie. Yeah, a we'll, hoodie. we'll have that. yeah, we'll have to have we'll ask Camden to send you all of our different colors. Have you choose a color and we can I can send them send the you one of them. I need yeah. to get that black Six, hoodie, bro. Yeah. That shit's sexy. I'm off in a lot. That shit looks you know, good. The white bro. logo. <laughs> I'm not oh, sure how I feel about this. Rocking the ASF hat too. Yeah. Sure. Where is it like up, every day? Of course, of course, Ryan had to. Curse, of course, Merch Boy had to shout out the merch. Nah, Ryan Barlow. had to get it in somewhere. His weekly, his weekly, his weekly <laughs> job there. So, yeah. So yeah, out of all the days at school, how many days a week do you wear a hat? Uh, every day. All of them. All of them. Every day? Why? I don't know. I just, I just like wearing. Bro, hats. let the Trevor Lawrence flow go, bro. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I'm actually. I think I might yeah. cut it here soon. We're trying to. Whoa! Dude, Cameron, you gotta wait for the state. You gotta wait for the state tournament. Hey, you, you gotta keep that shit out, bro. We're dude, shaving your no, head. No, we're not shaving my head. <laughs> dude, it was insane. Benny last year. It's I would you clown this year. you every time I seen you, bro. <laughs> you're gonna wear a hat anyway. It's not like they can see your hair. Just clean, clean. Hey, you're gonna have the. You're gonna have the cage on, hey. bro. You're not even gonna be worried hey, about all it. I'm saying we gotta. We gotta get rusty. That would be funny. He will just he will just beat all of our asses before he can even cut it, cut his hair. He weighs hundred pounds more than everybody else, so stronger. So, yeah. Don't worry, Cam. You might not even you might not even be awake for when we're shaving your head, but we'll find a way to shave your head. It's happening one way or another. We'll see about that. All right. Well, Jordan, we want to thank you again for joining us and uh, spending the time on here, talking about all your stories and everything, and. Camden as well for bringing yeah. your insight on everything and on the different side, on the different view of everything. So we thank you guys both for joining us. It means a yeah, lot. It was awesome. Hopefully all the listeners appreciate it. So it was it was great. Yeah. Thank you guys. So yeah. Yeah. So all right, we hope you guys enjoyed listening to this one. Um and once again, thank you to both Jordan and Cam. And then you'll catch me, Brady and Ryan will always be here. Sorry, you'll never get rid of us. That's just how it works. So, <laughs> all right. Well, hopefully you guys enjoy this one, and we'll see you guys in the next one. See ya. Yeah. Jimmy on a beat.